start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna it. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. But Tom, you really threw me off there. Tom, I don't know if anyone heard it, but Tom took a breath like he was about to say something, and now I just don't even know what we're doing today. Or We're is, doing is, another is this installment a podcast? of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. How about that? Bringing you to the table while we talk about the outdoors. I thought I heard something about that. And today, you guys know the routine. We're doing another deer camp series. And we got the full crew in the studio tonight. Me, Tom. We got Nick. Yep, what's going on, everybody? And we got Frank. Hello, hello. And last week, we talked about Frank's buck. We did. It was, the, a, it was a great story. Up at the Climber headquarters. And for those of you that don't know, Nick shot a buck in archery season. Yeah, I did. In PA. A big he one, He hasn't too. T- stopped talking about it. Yeah. Why would you? So while me and Frank were hunting the gun opener for Pennsylvania last Saturday, Nick was still getting outside, but up in New York State where he still had a buck tag. And like and I said, a tag. had a buck tag had so that means you're the star of our deer camp series today nick yeah i uh i'd like to back up a little bit though um start at the end yeah no so (laughs) as we concluded at the end of last week's episode um i decided to come back with everybody back to pa um it just didn't seem like it was going to be as much fun to just chill and camp by myself when they're celebrating a buck back home. Yeah, I shot so, mine Friday. You came home. Yeah, Friday night I come home. We celebrate, um, and I'm actually out at the bar shooting pool and uh, talking to Austin, you know, and joking about how Frank shot this buck out of his stand. And I was telling Austin, you know, I'm like, you know, the nerve that Frank has <laughs> to just jump in your stand like that, like with didn't no even ask, yeah, didn't yeah. ask you or anything, mm-hmm. and um, the gall. Yeah, and I told Austin, I said, Austin, that's totally unacceptable. I'm sorry Frank acted that way. Um, if I ever wanted to hunt your stand, I, I would ask for permission. Um, and he actually, at that moment, he's like, hey, uh, if you want to hunt it, be my guest. And I was like, Austin, I really appreciate that. And, you know, we joked and, you know, we kept shooting pool and had a few more drinks. Um, so I have a great old time. I think we ended up, we left one bar, went to another um, yeah. And then I made my way home I was unsure if I was going to make it to New York <laughs> early morning, you know? Uh, but I set my alarm anyways and my alarm went off. I got up, um, and actually Tom came in, opened my door and he's like, Hey, you hunting this morning? I was like, nah, like I was still laying in bed, but like I was awake. You're awake. Yeah. Um, like, so I, I was sitting there on my phone when Tom walked in I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to go. I'm going to you know, sleep in a little bit. I, I'm, I am going to go later. And Tom, I think Tom was like, mm-hmm, pretty yeah, skeptical sure. yeah, as think, he should have been. Yeah. He didn't think I was going to do it. So Tom goes out hunting with my dad and I lay back down and I fall, fall asleep. 
And I wake up about 8 o'clock. And then I was like, hmm. And I was debating. <laughs> I'm like, do I go? You know, there's nobody else up there. You know, I'm just going to be by myself. Rifle season, I, you know, I like being with other people and stuff. Yeah. It just makes it more fun. So I'm like him hauling. I'm like, ah, I don't even know if I'm going to go. You know, I, I could, you know, screw around here and get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, you know, I've talked about it on the podcast I really, I always wanted to get two bucks in a year, you know, yeah. tag out. And Frank actually put some stipulations on me tagging out. You know, I, I could, didn't put the stipulations. No, you, you kind of, no, you, you did, and I agreed with them. Yeah, true. Uh, but basically, I didn't want to like tag out with like a four corner or a spike or something. Nothing wrong with a buck like that, just not what I was after. Yeah. Three up or suck it up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we'll have to have Austin on to explain that. Um, it's an inside joke, but uh. If you're really interested, leave it in the comments and we'll talk about it. Um, but anyways, so I wake up and I'm like, I got to go. Got to do this. So yeah, I got up at 8 and I was in climber by 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's a 45-minute drive. So I basically took everything like, psh, go, I'm out. Yeah. Um, didn't even eat breakfast. I would just wanted to get there. Mm-hmm. Um so I get up there, and a couple weeks ago, Frank ha- uh, hung some cameras in an area that we have not hunted yet, mm-hmm. um, just to get some intel. And we got you know pretty good activity. You know, we saw Tom's buck um, that he hit in early archery up there. There was a couple other bucks, and my idea was, you know what, I'm going to sit um, up in the tops, but I wanted to be able to see down where those cameras were at um, because Frank had a hypothesis that they were bedding in these goldenrods over there. So I decided to get, you know, get elevated a little bit so I could, you know, hunt the hillside, but also see down into those goldenrods um, with my binos. And I just was mainly trying to take Intel for future mm-hmm. reference. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting up there and the wind was like coming straight in at me at like solid, like 13 miles an hour. It was cold. Mm-hmm. And I sat there from about nine thirty until like 1230 and I had just had enough. Mm-hmm. Like it was just constant wind in the face. And if I wanted to watch that field, I had to be looking that way. It wasn't like I could turn out of the wind. Yeah. And it just, it, it was just be straight face. Yeah. I mean, my eyes were just totally bloodshot. There was, you know, just dry as can be. Oh yeah. It was terrible. I was like, this sucks. I'm like, I got to get down. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I, it, I, my body wasn't cold, but my face was just like on Hurting. fire. I was like, yeah. I, I can't do this anymore. Too windy. Yeah, gotta get, hunt. gotta get down. Gotta get down. <laughs> so I climbed down and I didn't see anything except like two doe come across the field. That was it. It was like a really slow three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go. I've got the place to myself. Um, and then this idea pops into my head and I'm like, man, we, st- we haven't seen them in a while, but we've got a really big black bear mm-hmm. running around. And all there. kinds of coyotes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go sit by Frank's gut pile. You know, he shot a buck yesterday. I'm like, if there's any, if that bear's in the area, there's a chance he might come out and, you know, get an an easy meal. Um, So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to jump in Austin's stand. And Austin's stand is actually right down the hill from those cameras that you were kind of watching from your first from a distance. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I'll just, you know, work my way down through the tops. I slowly you know, worked my way down there, kind of still hunted and would stop and glass the hill and, mm-hmm. you know, just worked real slow, 
and uh, I get set up and um, I, I, I can see Frank's gut pile. I'm like, oh, okay. And then um, it was probably an hour, hour and a half later, um, two does come down the hill from where your cameras are at. And I'm watching them and I watch the one beds down like 85, 90 yards away. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm watching her and then I look over and that other doe's just gone. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell happened to her? You know, I mean, like the one bedded down, I kind of figured the other one would too. Yeah. But I couldn't, I could not spot her. I had my binoculars up, couldn't find her whatsoever. I'm like, well, that's odd. You know, whatever. All right. So I'm sitting there and about this time I'm sitting there watching this doe. Tom texts me, you know, he's, Hey, did you ever get up to climber? I'm like, Oh buddy, I've been here. You know, I've been here for hours. And, uh, and I think he was probably a little surprised, but nonetheless. Um, so he asked, you know, what are you seeing and stuff? I said, Oh, I see, you know, see a couple doe and, um, and then he texts me back and he said, well, what you aren't, you aren't going to shoot does. And I texted him and I said, nah, I'm just buck hunting. And I put my phone away. And then I said, what stand are you in? Yeah, but I, I hadn't right. seen that one yet. Yeah, but so, I, I texted and said, what stand are you in? Yeah, but so Nick's I, phone was away. Yeah, I put my phone away after saying, no, nah, I'm just hunting for bucks. Because, like I said, I was by myself, and I was right Don't where— Don't want to go through a lot of trouble for a doe. Well, yeah, and I was hunting right by where you shot your buck. We know how much of a pain it is to get a deer out of there with the whole group of guys. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, doing, I'm not going over that by myself with a doe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put my phone away after I told him I was hunting for bucks and I look up and I see, um, that doe that I lost sight of, or what I thought was that doe coming, you know, just past the one that was bedded coming up out of the swamp. Like I, I had caught sight of her as soon as she was like right at the edge of the swamp. And I was like, Oh, there she is. So I'm just looking at her and she's worked up the hill about 35, 40 yards. I've been watching her. It took her about a minute to cover that ground, you know, just slowly working through. And I'm like, man, that's an awfully, that was way bigger than that one that came down the hill. Like that can't, that can't be Can't her. be the same deer. You know, it, it's about a hundred yards away through like some thick, you know, down trees and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that's, that's an awfully big deer, but I couldn't see it. Like, yeah. you know, I just, at first I put the idea in my head that it was that doe. Yeah. So you weren't really paying that much attention. No. You just... And I'm like, I got to get a better look at this thing. I'm like, that's an awfully big doe. So I pull my gun up and I, and I had it all the way zoomed out. It was like it, I think it's like three and a quarter power. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, that's a buck. <laughs> I mean, like, he, he, it's a pretty nice buck. I'm like, he's, you know, he's an eight mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right. So I pulled down, I dial my scope up to, I think eight power and I see it. And it's just slowly working its way up this hill. And there was a big fallen, or not a big fallen, but a big dead tree still mm-hmm. standing um, about 100 yards out. And I was like, okay, there's a small opening. You know, at 100 yards, like, you can see a long ways, but there's not a ton of opening on yeah. that hillside just with all the down trees and everything. And there's a lot of saplings and stuff. Yeah, so. but there was a little, I mean, basketball-ish. Like, I could see a clear line, nothing in the way. And I'm like, man, it's right past that dead tree. I'm just going to set my gun up and I'm just going to wait and watch, you know, out of, cause I shoot with both eyes open. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to watch that deer, you know, work its way. And then once it gets past that, uh, big dead tree, it'll be in this open. I'll take a shot. So I was standing up and I just leaned back into the tree 
you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of brace myself. I've got this, um, it's a Mountaineer model, um, Kimber 7mm08, so it's super light, easy to handle. Um, I can hold steady pretty well. And my farthest um, shot without a rest was like 170 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was at 100. It was very doable for me. And I just wait, and it I, I see its head pop out, and now I'm zoomed in a little bit better. And its head pops out, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's we're definitely, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So at that point, click the safety off. He stops there with his shoulders behind this tree. And you decide to pump one right through the tree. No, oh. no. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, safety's off. Uh, and I'm, I've really, over the last couple of years, I've really tried to slow down my shot process, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I try not to rush things. I just, I, I, I've done that too many times and I, and it's like, what the hell happened? I don't know. Yeah. So I really slow things down now. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, I click the safety off and I get all settled in. I take one last big deep breath in cause I shoot with holding my breath with a rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, I take a deep breath in and hold and it keeps coming through. I squeeze off and it just, it looks like somebody, I mean, hit him with a baseball bat. He just like lunged out and then just, of course, ran straight uphill and south. Mm-hmm. And it's not typical, you know, if a deer's hit hard, they don't typically run uphill. I read that's um, hogwash. Well, I'm talking from proven, experience. Yeah. It's been proven wrong by us twice this year. <laughs> yeah. Typically, from my experience, deer run downhill. Um, but that's, like I said, that's just from what I've witnessed in the past. But anyway, and I knew the shot was absolutely money. You know, I, I was not worried about it at all. But I'm just watching it, and it's just running up this hill. I'm like, man, that is, like, why is it going that far? Mm-hmm. Like, typically with a rifle, they just keel over almost right, right away. Yeah. And he cuts up the hill, and then he starts heading north, and then he hooks back and starts heading south. And then I, he like dips down in this little drop and then all of a sudden just nails a tree and just like cartwheels and then nothing. I was like, I was like, Oh, you're done. You're done. So I'm like shaking like crazy. I'm like, I can't believe that just happened. Mm -hmm. Like two bucks down. This is nuts. Back to back one Friday, one Saturday. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I am 24 hours apart. Yeah. The same tree. I'm like just psyched. And then I sit back down I'm like, kind of, I like to just take in the moment. And then like reality hits me. You got to get this deer out of here. I'm like, I'm like, this is going to suck. Yeah. It's a long Um, drag. It's a long drag with, when we did mine, it was long and kind of suck. It didn't suck that bad, but because we had four people pulling on it at different times. By yourself, I was 872 yards from the truck based on Onyx Mm -hmm. track. Um, like the the path I had to take mm-hmm. um, through all these, you know. Luckily, you shot it with plenty of daylight. You shot it. Oh at like, yeah, it took like, me two hours to get it out. Yeah, it was like from the what, time I three o'clock when you shot two thirty ish three. Um, but yeah, I I took um, I took my time with it, and it took me about two hours from the time I shot to the time it was in the back of my truck. Which mm-hmm. I'll get to that later. Um, so I pack up all my stuff. I climbed down, and even though I watched where it went down, there's so many tops and everything. I was afraid to just walk, walk to, to it. it and just be like, where what? the hell am I? Yeah. Where is he? Where am I? Yeah. yeah, and I just didn't want to get turned around and have to start over. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just head to his tracks. Um, you know, I knew you know, he was about 100 yards from the stand. I'm just going to go until I cut fresh buck tracks. Mm-hmm. So I walk out. I cut these buck tracks. I'm like, this has to be him. These look fresh as can be through the snow. Um 
but there was no blood where I started, but I was like, well, no, he was up the hill a little bit more. So I start following and up ahead of me about 40 yards I can see. And it is just like spray. Oh, it looked like somebody had a spray paint can and was just spraying the snow. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you're done. This is not, this not is going to be difficult. No. So I, I literally, as fast as I could walk was mm -hmm. falling. It was just, there was never a spot that there was any lack of blood. Yeah. Um, so I get up to him, you know, I set my gun down, uh, make sure he's, you know, expired, but I was mm -hmm. sure he was, I unload my gun at that point. I pull my phone out and Tom had texted me and he, you know, um, what was, I know you said it once, but what was your text? Oh, where, yeah. Well, what stand I was stand in. You were in. So I texted Tom back and I said, well, I was in Austin's. So not given much info, Tom, at this point you get that text from me. What, what's your thought in your head? I knew something was up. I, I had a pretty good notion that he had shot something and that's why he was no longer in the state. I knew at three o'clock he wouldn't call it be up and moving around. Yeah. So he texted me and he said, was, and I was like, and he's like, where are you now? And I said, well, I'm standing over my buck. <laughs> he's like, awesome. Yeah, that's great. You know? Um, so then oh, shut up and let me finish the rest of my hunt. Is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I, I send a picture to the group of my, that was a great picture. my shell casing sitting on top of the G2, but it was just like two inches of the G2. So and that was it. No, you could tell it was a buck, but nothing else. Yeah. So could have been a spike for all we knew. Yeah. At that you point. really, at that point had no clue what, yeah. I, what had happened. So Frank immediately texts me. I was like, you're an idiot. I was like, what did you shoot? And he, he sent it in the group and he wouldn't say because Austin hadn't opened the Snapchat yet. So I yeah. texted him separately. I was like, show me what you shot now. Quit being stupid. And then, so I took a selfie of me and the buck with just like two inches of antler in the bottom corner, sent it to Frank. <laughs> so then he's getting, he's texting me again. He's like, send me a damn picture. And I, I just, I'm like, I'm awfully busy. I just, I, I don't think I can. So finally Austin makes a response and stuff. And at this point, I don't think Austin knew I was in his stand. Yeah. Um, so then finally I send a picture of him uh, to everybody. And, um, and then my, my drag out, you know, I got to him, found him and I was like, okay. Um, now the work starts. I was like, well, I'm like, I got my wool bibs on big old wool jacket and stuff. I'm like, I don't need all this crap. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to leave the buck here. I'm going to go back to the truck. I'm going to drop off my gun. I'm going to drop off my pack. You know, I, all I brought, I took my coat off my, um, my bibs. I just went back out in sweatpants, boots, and, uh, my double thick hoodie and a license pen and, mm -hmm. um, a knife. So <clears throat> dropped all that stuff back off of the truck, then hiked back in, got him, And I was like, well, I don't really want to gut him on this hillside. Um, so I'm just going to drag him down to the Creek by the swamp. So that, that was the easiest part of the drag. Yeah, downhill um, in the snow usually makes a little yeah. false sense of security. Oh, this ain't going to be that bad. Yeah, and he <laughs> was, I, hadn't I, already even, went. I hadn't even gutted him at this point. So I get him down to the stream, and I actually I put him right where I killed my first buck on the property, um, right off the hidden food mm -hmm. plot. Drug yeah. him down there, um, gutted him out, and just kind of took in the moment for a bit and put a plan together on how I was going to get him back to the truck now. Because now it's like a slight incline to the truck and – it's a slight incline when you're not pulling something. It's pretty freaking steep incline when you are pulling something. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. It's yeah. like 
it's a it's a slight incline the whole like it's just a, whole a gradual way. uphill all the way to the truck from the hidden food plot i'm like okay so i went i grabbed a nice big stick and i had a ratchet strap with me forgot to tell you i brought that and i took his legs and tucked them up over his antlers and then took the ratchet strap around um his chest and then up tied it around his hooves so it was like pulling his lower half of his body like up with the ratchet strap you, you following me here yes i'm following and then i tied the tail end of the ratchet strap to that stick mm-hmm. and just you know pulled him behind me yeah um and it actually worked really really well considering like for what i was doing it worked very effectively mm-hmm. um i had a very similar drag to frank but without any but, help yeah you were by yourself it was it sucked to be honest i mean i would drag about 100 yards and i'd stop I'm taking and, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what I, yeah. I'm not resting. I'm just taking in the moment. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. I, I would just, you know, I stop, you know, look back at my buck, be like, holy crap. I can't believe like two bucks in a year. I, I was pumped. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a minute later, so I grab it, you know, go another hundred yards, stop, Let's take in the honest, moment. You took more than a one minute break. Two minutes tops. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it took me two hours, so you do the math. Um, but anyway, so I had all day. I was like, I'm by myself. Yeah. I got plenty of daylight. All I, was, I, all I wanted to do was get back to the truck by um, 4.30 so I could be home by the time these guys were getting out of the woods in PA. Yeah, That was my goal. So like, that's how I kind of broke up my time. I'm like, if I make it 100 yards and I stop for you know X amount of time. One minute. Yeah, I keep going. I can do this. And I, I did. I actually got back to the truck in time. And then I get him to the truck and I've never gotten a deer in the bed of my truck by myself. You know, we've always been together mm-hmm. with everybody. I've done it a couple of times. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, it's always kind of nice when you have two guys, you know, one grabs one set of legs, one grabs the antlers and you huck them in. I'm like, well, I'm like, how am I going to do this? So I sit there and think about this in the most logical way, because I don't want to like waste energy or attempts. I'm like, I want to just one and done real quick i got uh, and this is a little bit different um i got a buck into the trunk of my uh old ford fusion by myself and that's not nearly as high lifting it up but it was a bitch and i it's a bed of a truck you can at least get in and pull it in if you get in the trunk to pull it in you can't put the deer yeah (laughs) i ended up smacking my tail light with one of its hooves and shattered it (laughs) classic but i did get it in there so um only cost you 150 dollars. no i just rode that baby broken <laughs> so i was like thinking i'm like you know i'm a strapping young guy i i've got you know i i can lift i'm like i think if i just pick his head up and like prop his head up against the like kind of like catch the rack on the tailgate then i'll climb in and i'll just pick him up from his rack and Mm -hmm. that's how i've done it every time so surprisingly it went really really well Mm -hmm. i did that jumped in and i just literally just as if it was a deadlift and just picked him up Mm -hmm. got his so his um his front shoulders were over the tailgate and then just walked back and it it went great um 10 out of 10 would recommend if you're by yourself um there's a lot of guys out there that hunt by themselves and you know my buddy keith's one of them but he's also got the equipment he's you know he's got you know, a, a cart to pull them out, which mm-hmm. it's still a, a chore, but yeah, we never, those it, carts are still pretty tough pulling. Cause they're not, there's not, you can't pull that cart with 
150 pounds on it or 200 pounds on it through the woods very easily. I think it definitely makes shit. it easier than dragging. Um, or the it's peop- still difficult. Yeah, but like I never appreciated having extra people yeah. together to do something like that. So that I found a whole new line of respect for people that totally hunt by themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so got it back to uh, the house. And then at that point I had told Austin um, that it was out of We're his stand. renaming the stand again. <laughs> so it is now the back to back stand. Um, that, and I think that name is probably going to stick. Yeah. I don't think um, that name's going anywhere. I feel like that one, it's going to take a lot unless if Austin goes up there, it's like, it would be the next time it's hunted. If he kills a buck, it'll probably get renamed again to like the trio <laughs> or something. But as it sits, it's back the back to back stand. Um, I'm kind of hoping Austin shoots a buck there in the morning and then I'll just go in there and shoot one in the evening. That would be insane. I told Tom, uh, or Tom, or I guess I didn't tell Tom, we were discussing the other day that we're going to have to um, bid for that stand opening day next year. Cause I like, guess. I feel like everybody is going to want to be there now. Yeah. It's um, a hot spot. Yeah. So that was great. It's incredible. Um, this is by far my best year in the woods mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, I killed a bird in the spring. Not even the same license year. <laughs> get same, over yourself. Same calendar fiscal year, whatever you want to call it. Get over yourself. Um, Shoot I, a bird in the spring and then you can talk. All in the I same. probably will if I don't waste too much time trying to get you a bird. Listen to him saying probably. Why don't you just do it, Nick? I have to get Tom a long beard first because he can't do it himself. So he had to call in the professional. Makes sense. Um, but anyways, so yeah, got that first week. Went out, smacked a doe with my bow. Um, and then Tom and I, you know, we had tour day rut planned. Saturday, first day of rutcation, boom, smack a buck. And then, I mean, I was, I hunted hard uh, in New York after that for the rut and just couldn't connect. Um, and the later into the season I go, the less confident I am that I am going to kill because it seems like and we've talked about this on here that I'm mostly an early season guy Mm -hmm. um I don't tip like the later it gets into the season I just my numbers drop I I just don't kill later in the year Mm -hmm. um so like my confidence starts going down but now I've gained this like unstoppable confidence (laughs) of that I've got three more tags to fill I got two doe tags and a buck tag and I'm gonna fill every freaking one of them that's the confidence I'm rocking right now. Guy um, kills one buck and thinks he can do it all. Yeah, that's how I feel. I, I mean, there's not there that's is good. not a more deadly man in the woods <laughs> than me. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> but I just it's it's been great. Um, it's been a lot of fun this year. Um, and I and just we still hope, got a few more weeks. Yeah, of I'm hoping I just keep or? the streak alive. I'd really like to see Tom jump on here with a buck. We um, haven't had a year where all three of us have killed a buck. No. Well, it's usually Nick. Yeah, Nick usually like is the one. It's ever been me. <laughs> but <laughs> I still got rifle and muzzleloader. It, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just talk about it like it's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, oh, is Tom going to get a buck? Yeah, I'm going to get a buck. All right? <laughs> Everyone How, calm down. Are your, when are, I do, it's going to be huge. I was going to say, are your standards dropping at all? Oh, they always They're drop in rifle season. <laughs> yeah. Inch a day. I started <laughs> off the season baseline 120. We've been in season for what? 
50 days something like that yeah we're at 170 <laughs> right now that's going up yeah that's what that's i what said saying. inch a day goes up oh i thought you were saying it goes down i know it goes up no it goes up so tom's Booners. bare minimum booner so when are you heading to the midwest booner or bust i got a booner that i'm going after don't you worry he just hasn't told you about it yeah that's why i haven't been shooting all these little bucks that you guys have been shooting yeah <laughs> all right well I will eat my hat when that happens um, <laughs> after you eat yours. But I would eat my hat if I shot a booner. Would you? No, I wouldn't. I, no, yeah. But I would say <laughs> that I would. Sure would say you'd eat your hat. I think whatever weapon I was using would turn into you a frisbee. Bat? No, oh. it would just turn into a frisbee. That's not a good good idea. Loaded, too. <laughs> just launch it out of the tree stand. No, I would definitely it wouldn't be my gun, but I would I would probably throw something, hmm. maybe a grunt tube, just frisbee it up, maybe just idea. try and throw it straight up and get it hung in the tree like really high, and just be like a little reminder walking through every time you walk by. Kill a yeah. booner right there. Yeah. Hey, Dad, what's that grunt call doing up in the tree? Oh, son, back before you were around. <laughs> back when tigers used to smoke. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Um, well, it's not it for me. It's it for me this week. There's there's more to come. Um, but yeah, uh, do you guys have any closing remarks before we jump in? We got a few more weeks of rifle, mm-hmm. and then it's the late season. I'm excited for the late season. Me too. It's supposed to be wild. Tom and I got like a week off to muzzleloader hunt. Um, I I have burned all of my time in hunting season this year. Um, but it's paying off, so heck yeah, it is. That's what I love about having a job finally that I have some time off. Yeah, and you know everybody uh, throughout the summer's taking you know time off in the summer and stuff, and I'm just eating, keeping my time. Well, that's nice about your job. You don't really work with anybody that hunts, so no. the time that they want off doesn't matter. It's not like it's conflicting with days that no, you they're want. Like, so you nobody guys don't wants have to off. fight over days. Yeah, nobody wants off in October, November. Yeah, you know. it's snowing, shitty. Yeah, you why would you? Be out there. I'm like, yeah, I'll be out there. I'll take those days. So it's all working out. Um, good luck to everybody still out there hunting. Um, and if you haven't killed your buck yet, you know what to do. Get outside. 